So you pick I up do. your dog's poop all the time? I pick, uh, it depends on how many people are watching, how difficult the poop looks like it'll be to pick up, and what hour of the day it is. And is where that, the dog poops. Really? All of this yeah. is true? All of this is true. Oh, wow. You're a rule breaker. Because that's well, like, if the dog people get really pooping, mad about that stuff. If it's nighttime and it's a messy, like, if, or if it's nighttime and it's like a little tiny poop uh-huh. and there's no one around and it's off the road, then uh-huh. I will absolutely let it, I won't pick it up. I'm not wasting a bag on that. I have a chihuahua. Like her little poops are the size of my thumbnail. You know, like right. I'm not wasting a bag on that. <laughs> no one will ever step on it. Well, they might step on it. What if it's a? <laughs> you have to understand scale, right? Like if a if a baby steps on that, that'd be like a normal sized dog poop. But. Th- First of all, if it's a baby, it's not stepping, it's crawling. Okay. And Maybe if it's it is. crawling all the way over there, then the parents have more problems than the fact that their baby has dog poop on them. I'm just trying to keep you out of civil litigation, my friend. I you, appreciate you're that. You're a lawsuit waiting to happen, okay? I've been trying I've I've successfully stayed out of civil litigation for 32 years. All my people in this town got moving on their Wait, what the what? Just go. What does that mean? Just go. Okay, go. Yeah, I can't. I mean, we're going now, but you you said okay, go, and then you have walked away. There's no way you can hear me. Okay, well, everyone, away. I'm Three going. Three steps to get coffee. I can't hear you. Everyone, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. And this is a D. Welcome really to loud, highly but... unreasonable and unreasonable podcast for an unreasonable world. I'm one of your co-hosts, joined as always by Brandon. Uh, this podcast is about you sending us topics, so please send us topics. You can send oh, us yeah. topics by tweeting at us at unreasonable pod. You can go to our uh, website quilltheory.com/slash/highlyunreasonable, or you can uh, send us a good old-fashioned email to highlyunreasonable at gmail.com. Come. I will mm-hmm. say this. Okay. I will say this. Uh, I'm sure he's going to mention it. Or he might not because he's a little under the weather. But um, Brandon generously shared with all of us uh, several weeks ago that him and his wife are expecting a baby That's soon. Right. Um, and he was frustrated, right, by the muted response. Uh, yeah. And only know, one of you, only strong. one of you, wrote in anything about it. So uh, please flood us. With congratulations for Brandon and Brianna, okay? Okay. That would be great. That would be Thank meaningful you. to him, at least. Now, it wouldn't impact me so much. Beyond that, it would make the emotional lift that I have to do substantially lighter. Okay. How are you can doing, Brandon? I, can I make a comment about your physical appearance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it, okay. go for it. You know... You can't see half of my face because of the microphone. So, uh, so I'm, just, I just turtle turtle for me real quick so I can see all of you. Okay, good. But it doesn't matter. Maybe I, what I was wondering is is it, is like is it because it's the only part that I can see? Do I have a more full head of hair than you remembered? No, Maybe. I kind of think that you're doing this on purpose because doing what on purpose? What I'm about to say. Could I finish? Um, <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you know that character that Martin Short played, like that had like like the pants that were pulled up really high? 
Jiminy Glick. No, not Jiminy Glick. That's the. Oh. It's the other one. It's it's the oh, like. I, did I confuse? No, I didn't confuse Martin. Jiminy Short Glick and Steve is Martin. the is the big guy. Yeah, that but interviews he also, and Jimmy insults Glick people. Had his pants up really high. I okay, too. I gotta look it up because now the joke is complete. Well, first of all, the joke is completely ruined. Um, I love Jiminy Martin Glick. Short. And if you say hair. I look like Jiminy Glick, I will not take you that. You do as a not look like Jiminy Glick. <laughs> okay, Ed Grimley. Who the fuck is Ed Grimley? Look up Ed Grimley. Okay. Just look it up I real just, quick. You know what I like? I like when I get homework in the middle of an episode. Oh, That's yeah. That's yeah, fun yeah, for great. me. Yeah, great. You know, 10 Ed, seconds. Ed Markley? Grimley. Grimley. Ed Grimley. Ed Grimley. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what weird. you are doing with your hair. No, you are, no, 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 no. It just... It, 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 can I... Can, yeah. Adi, can I say something? It's more of like I a look, Conan O'Brien thing, but yeah, I look yeah. at you every... Oh, oh, my God. No. It's more of an Ed Grim... It's more of a Grimley sort of thing, okay? Listen, <laughs> and I kind of think you're doing it on purpose. I think you're like, if I make... The front of my hair into a point. Nobody will notice that I don't have How's any that? Is hair. Is that better? Is that better? Is this better? It's like <laughs> it is like Ed Grimley. I do look like Ed Grimley. It's it's either an optical illusion. No, I think or it's, it's like because of the you're headphones. a parent, and that means you're in heat. Like, look, like does it look? It doesn't look that. Maybe it's the angle. It doesn't look that crazy in real life. It looks better in real life. Okay. But you do like style it on purpose. Yeah, when you have this little hair, you find one thing that works for you and you just go for it, okay? How often do you get a haircut, would you say? Probably once a month, maybe like once every six weeks, maybe something like that. And what do you tell them? Do you say, careful? (laughs) (laughs) Precious cargo. (laughs) Where Um, Where did your hair grow? Um, in my head. Okay, like if you get a haircut every month... Like, yeah. where are they cutting? Like, in the back? You get, like, a rat they're, tail they're or something? Cutting, they're cutting here, and, like, they're basically cutting everywhere except the bald spot that I have. Oh, okay. Okay. But I have the perfect size yarmulke for my bald spot. It's a Another tiny little Another thing I wanted to bring up, yeah. A tiny little yarmulke. And then you could always blame it on the yarmulke, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. You could say, I am so devout that... I'm so devout I've given myself a bald spot. <laughs> For the Lord. <laughs> the Lord demanded hair, so I gave him my bald spot. Um, let's do a segment called Judaism 101. Oh, God. Hit the music. Um, <laughs> what is the yarmulke for? What is the significance of that? Wow. Okay. And, and people call it a kippah, right? A a, kip- I call it a kippah. Kippah. Okay. Yeah, or kippah, but yeah, I call it a kippah. And... <sighs> what is the yarmulke for? Mm. I would say that it is for it, it exists as a reminder that for for a more devout person that God exists. Okay, and that I and and as a way to identify that I am a Jew and I believe in God. Okay, for me, I would say I wear it in part to connect with my tradition and um, people in my family who are no longer around. Uh I also wear it as a reminder that there is something bigger than myself. Okay. All lovely. It's the same way. I don't know which one's sillier, that or what I'm about to say. Okay. But it's the same way that I have 
the um, NASA, the telescope, the web telescope thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like beautiful images that NASA has yeah. been taking of space. Same way I have it as like the background of my phone or the background yeah. of my computer. Sure. So that way I can, in my most frustrated and annoyed and overwhelmed moments, remember mm-hmm. that like I am a grain of sand on a beach filled with sand. Do you know? Or you could put your phone on one side of the room and your computer on the other side of the room and then sit in the middle of the room and look at both of those things and say, I am the center of the universe. (laughs) (laughs) That's more likely. We we know it doesn't take two pieces of technology to remind me that I'm the center of the universe. We know. Why the yarmulke on that part of your head, though, and not like a watch or a badge. Do you well, know what I'm saying? Because it's on the top of my, it's on the high, the, the highest point of my body. It's on ah. the top, the top of me. Okay, got it. Right? There's nowhere to go but up from there. But you don't have to be Jewish to wear a yarmulke, right? Like if a, if a Gentile goes to, like I, I wore one at your wedding. Yeah, absolutely. You don't need to be Jewish to wear a yarmulke. You, it, it, you will, you, you might wear a yarmulke again at my next wedding. Um, I might. <laughs> is that what? is that about my invitation, or is that about no, the, about, the wedding may not happen? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's about whether or not you make it to the invite list. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess non-Jews could wear a kippa, but um, you don't really see it all that often. What's the difference in a kippa and a yarmulke? They're the same thing. It's just, it's two different words for the same exact thing. Okay, good. All right, now let's do uh, another segment of um, Brandon answers a question about uh, uh, generalized Christianity. Hit the music. Okay. All right, Dave, what, what question do you have? And don't be too specific because I don't know a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> why do you hate us? Who, Jews? Yeah. Why do the Christians hate the Jews? Uh, well, I speak for all Christians when I say I, I think I, I think it has something to do with— you guys are kind of annoying. <laughs> I think it has something to do with killing our Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, come on. That was thousands of years ago. Get over Get yourself. Get over it already. Where, I have a question, Christians. Where would you be if we hadn't killed your Lord? Okay. What would you, what, where, where would you be? You'd have nothing to get all jazzed about. Okay. Half I, I'm your re- thing is the fact that he came back from the dead. And he can't come back from the dead if he's not dead to begin with. I'm going to be real honest with you. You know, the, the churches that I went to way back when were, when I went to church, were, which was only if I was interested in a girl that was also going to church. Bad idea. Um, the, the, I, you know, those people never had a bad word to say about the Jews. They disliked Catholics more than Jews. Seriously. I, I believe you. I believe you. I... I I find that actually the most religious Christians love the Jews. Yeah. Um, and if you look at, like, Nazis, yeah, their issue wasn't really about religion. Do you know what Mm-mm. I mean? Their issue was like— No, it was about business and culture. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, you know— So you, question, you would like to apologize? Yeah, that yeah, was a I'd bad like question. I'd like to apologize to Christians everywhere for inappropriately assuming that you hate my people. That's on me. That's on me. Brandon, I need to tell you about a... a, a, That is on you. 
I need to tell you about a lifestyle change that I've that I've introduced. What? From a lifestyle change? A lifestyle change. Already annoyed. <laughs> I don't like change. I got, I, I got a new toothbrush. <sighs> and it's one of these ones. It's electric and yeah. it's like putting like boogie woogie woogie. Like Take a pa- <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> Pulled a real a D there, if you ask me. Right, it's, keep going. Like, it's like putting a, like a power drill in my mouth, uh-huh. and it makes my lips tickle. Yep. And it's so much easier and more effective than like my manual toothbrush that I was using before. Yeah. The only problem was that Zoe had this. to reteach me how to brush my teeth. What do you mean? She had to teach me how to use it because I would put toothpaste on it and then turn it on and the toothpaste and it would, go would go everywhere. flying off. Yeah. So you have to put had, the toothpaste on, put it on your teeth, and then hit go. Yeah, oh, I my God. A day. I, I, it, it took me four tries to figure that out. It took okay. me four separate nights of teeth brushing. Four separate nights out. of toothpaste splattered all across the bathroom. To the point where saying. Zoe did say, if, if you're going to continue to use it this way, can you please <laughs> clean up afterwards? <laughs> And I said that is fair. When you also, said like teach I, me. she had to teach you how to brush your teeth, it's a, it's a, you know it's not that complicated. But but now I understand. You needed you needed to be taught like step by step instructions <laughs> on safety <laughs> protocols, and and anyone who's anywhere near you needs to be wearing safety goggles at all times. I will say it is much easier to do to brush my teeth this way. I'm doing so much less physical work now. Right. Um. Uh. But. The on-ramp is less intuitive. You know, dentists recommend this now. Everything's I know, electric. That's why I did it. That's why I did it, because my dentist recommended it. Everything's electric now. They're going to take, take away our gas here. stoves. Biden's going to take away our gas stoves. That's, yep. that's, that's there no go your, good. There go your charcoal-powered toothbrushes right out the window. I know, tell me about it. Thanks, tell me about Joe it. Biden. I'm like, oh, thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I live in Oregon. Uh, oh really? And there are two kinds of people that live in Oregon. Three, four, five. Uh, houseless people. Six. There's a lot of houseless people. There's in Portland. a lot of houseless people in Portland. Okay. Um, but I'm not talking about them. Let's just that's that that yeah, issue well, over to the side. Of, that's one of twenty that's, types of people who live in Oregon. You know what? We're there's seven types of people. Right now. Um, there are people who drive Subarus. Don't okay. like those people. On to the next. Literally, if you go to like any park anywhere, it looks like a, a used Subaru dealership is what it looks like. Just Subarus I, as far as the fucking eye can see. I'm say. so car ignorant that I couldn't I couldn't tell you what like what a Subaru looks like. I have yeah. no idea what like I don't know. I don't. I've, I've never owned a car. It has I don't a definitive like they definitive. I, I tell you. I tell you how they look. Okay. Tell me how they look. Here's how a Subaru looks. It looks. Like the driver is definitely wearing Birkenstocks. Okay, that's what a Subaru looks like. I guarantee you that okay. that person makes their own candles. Okay. Um, but then the other kind of person are the people who 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 drive electric cars. 
Okay. Um, and I, I'm, look, I'm all for saving the environment or, or whatnot. But like, why do they make them sound like spaceships? There are so many. In they make the, sound? Y- yes, they, they added sound to it. You know how like in natural gas stoves or like in natural gas, they added a smell so that you could detect that there was a leak? I and electric know that. cars. Yeah. Yeah. Natural gas well, has no I'm smell. They added a smell to it for safety. Really? For <gasps> electric vehicles. People were getting hit by electric vehicles because <laughs> they could not hear them coming. So what did the electric vehicle manufacturers do? They made them sound like spaceships. In my neighborhood, it sounds like an alien invasion all fucking day. And it drives me insane. Why couldn't they make it like an ice cream truck song or something like that? Yeah, that's what we need is for every Tesla to be going. Yeah, that's that's what Elon Musk needs to do to be less annoying. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I saw him on in an interview. Yeah. This is how stupid I am. Okay. But oh, oh, by the way, I just got back from West Virginia, and my mom is the queen of colloquial phrases. Yeah, yeah. And she recently had um, her ear her eardrum burst. Oi. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. And she cannot hear in that ear. And she said one of the funniest things that I've ever heard somebody say. I, I'm trying to tell her something and she can't she can't hear me. And she goes, oh, my God, you. And she goes, oh, my God, I am deafer than a post and you are dumber than a coal bucket. And I laughed for a day and a half. I I'm think d- your mom and I would I'm get dumber along than a coal so bucket well. is really good. What'd you say? I think your mother and I would get along so well. To a point. To a point. I think that my mom would, at like about a half hour, would say your favorite phrase. Yeah. You're a little much. <laughs> You're a little much. No, that's fair. I, well, here's a good thing is like I'm very good with parents, so I'm good at like adjusting the energy that I put out there uh-huh. for the people. And I would get such people. a kick out of her that I think that I think that we'd have a good time. You think you would chameleon your attitude is what you're saying. I I do chameleon my attitude with people. It's code switching. You know how to code switch. I absolutely I do. So do I. Really? Yeah, I'm a code switcher from oh, way well, back. Well, right, because you have an accent that you never use. Also, that's another thing about you. That's exactly right. And I won't do it because it's you city folk that, that document me IQ points every time that I... What were we talking about before I brought up that hilarious story? My electric toothbrush and nope. Tesla's making... Oh, Elon Musk. All the, the different types I, of people in Portland. I saw Elon Musk on a show and I realized I've Was never heard Mar- this person Was- actually talk before. I've never <laughs> actually heard him talk before. And yeah. That's not he, how I thought he would sound. Did, you, did he sound smarter or dumber than you thought he would? He sounded like the voice of a Muppet after the original person who did the voice died. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, like 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 there was someone trying to pick up that voice. It's like the second person that did Fozzie Bear. That's what he <laughs> sounded like to me. <laughs> oh, you don't sound you don't sound anything like I thought you would. Who did? What did you watch him? Was it Bill Maher? He was on Bill Maher the Bill other Maher. day. Yeah, maybe it was. It was just a clip. Was, I saw a clip. I, I, it, that clip of him on Bill Maher popped up on my YouTube, and I have never hit the not interested button 
so quickly in my life. I cannot stand Bill Maher. Oh. I cannot stand Elon Musk. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna separate yeah, yeah. paths here. I like Bill Maher a lot. I, I yeah I I think there are a lot of people who really like Bill Maher. Uh, my future father in law I think likes Bill Maher. I, I just find him um, what annoying is and know it all. Oh, totally a know it all. Like I he is not somebody that I, I would want to hang out with. But yeah, I, do- I was going to say because he's like because his whole thing is like there's no room for a divergence of opinion from his opinion. Do you know mm, what I mean? Mm, and that mm. for me I know is like a pet peeve of yours. Yeah, it is. Although although he does kind of like the the thing that I respect about him is is that he's got guts. And oh yeah, absolutely. I I have respect for that, but I don't want to listen to him. Yeah, I mean, I and I and I certainly don't agree with him, but but oftentimes the contrarian thing is admirable. I don't, I, and I don't feel like there's enough of those. So like he's taking up a mantle that like nobody else is kind of willing to take up in a way, and he does so in such a way that he hasn't been canceled, right? So it's like, yeah, he says some controversial things, but he hasn't been, he hasn't been I, as far as I know, he hasn't been so outlandish that like he. You know, ha- oh, yeah. ha- has done something horrible. Said something horrible. Yeah, I, he just says stuff that I just fundamentally don't agree with. But um, nothing that I think is evil. You know. Yeah, I do. Um, Speaking of things that you fundamentally disagree with, I polled my family whether they liked Ben and Jerry's or um, Baskin Robbins more. It was five zero Baskin Robbins. Your family is. Fucking well, crazy. Okay, fine. Fine. Fine, Bill uh, Maher. All right. <laughs> Bullshit. I wish I knew some like thing that Bill Maher says all the time so I could do like a joke on that right now. Do you know what I mean? Like I wish you just said, all right, Bill Maher, and I was able to be like as the Mar goes, you know, <laughs> your family is crazy. <laughs> That's a Bill Mar catchphrase, right? As the Mar goes. Way, yeah, and it makes so much sense. I'm so glad you brought that to everyone's attention. As the Mar goes. One more thing. One more thing about spending some time with my mom is that um, she watches. She watches like really old shows, so, you know, like a typical, a typical of what you would expect. But she's not; she's watch like the shows she's watching are so good. Have you ever seen Columbo before? Oh, uh, I've never seen Columbo, but I should see Columbo. It's fantastic, Adi. She wa- like she I mean, it, it like- is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And Murder She Wrote. I was gonna. That was the next one I was gonna say. Murder She Wrote. Mash is Mash in that rotation at all? It should be because it's it's all stuff in that vein, you know. Uh, those two shows are so good. They are yeah. so, so good. TV. And I think that that probably means that I'm just getting old. I'll tell you how old I'm getting. How old are you getting? There you go. Very good. Um, He's getting so old, he has no <laughs> idea what he was going to say right now. <laughs> I got a text message <laughs> while... I got a that text was message incredible. While how I, old... While I took a breath in, okay, I got a text message that was very upsetting to me. And, and my brain just said, forget it. Just forget it. Don't do anything. So old, it just went out the window. What did the text message say? No. 
Donald Boy, Trump I'm, has been. I am getting so old, Adi. How old are you getting? A really Brandon? good friend of mine, seriously, mm-hmm. sent me a text message the other day that was just a picture of like a newspaper ad with a with a bunch of things circled that were on sale. And <laughs> you want to know how I know I'm getting old? My reaction wasn't. <laughs> You are old as fucking dirt. My reaction was, oh my God, that's a good deal. That's a really good deal. I'm pork roast. Say that you went out and bought the newspaper. (laughs) So I went out and now I subscribe to the Oregonian. Okay. (laughs) Delivered in a Subaru. Ugh. Ugh. Here's how you, you here's how, what, what is, is happening right now. What, Guys, I'm doing I'm recording this episode with Brandon and he's never paid less <laughs> attention to what's happening. He gets up, he walks away when it starts. In the middle, he takes a coffee break without telling anyone he's gonna do that. All right. Then he starts looking at his phone, he starts talking about something and then just stops. This is the wildest episode I've ever been a part of recording. Here's how you know what a Subaru looks like. Subaru <laughs> looks like somebody in that car has something braided. <laughs> <laughs> could be a beard, could be a ponytail, could be oh, yeah, yeah. could be a shirt. Somebody has something braided. <laughs> All right. Adi, explain this message you sent to me. Yeah, do you need to take a break or anything? Because you seem all over the place. <laughs> this is from Bridget. Okay. Bridget said, if you haven't already, I want you to watch Jury Duty, and then I want you to describe your ideal juror stereotype to play, mm-hmm. because I'm watching it and thinking about how good you would be on it. Have you seen the show Jury Duty? I have not. You would love it. If you have access to an Amazon Prime account, it's on Amazon Prime Video. Okay. It's fantastic. The premise is, is it's a documentary about Jury Duty. Okay. Um. Uh, except everyone in it is actors except one guy. And everything is staged and everything is fake. But this one guy thinks he's on a real jury. Oh, my God. It's incredible. I'm not going (sighs) to say anything else about it beyond that, but you, I think, would really love it. It's really funny. They're not mean to the... It is, I would describe it as a very sweet show. Okay. All right, fine. I'll check it out. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but you should you should watch it. So what um, is your ideal juror stereotype? I I don't know. I think I, I here's the thing is I think I would be the type of juror who takes it way too seriously. Do you know what I mean? You've never been uh, a juror before? I've never been a juror before. Okay. I've I've been called in for jury duty and then never I got selected. out of it, but yeah. I never got yeah. So I think I would take it way too seriously. I think I would be like the like I think I would be the guy who everyone would vote, you know, one way and I would be voting the other way because I've seen some detail that I can't let go and I can't change my mind and we need to talk about it. You know? I think that's the kind of juror that I would be. Okay. I don't think I would be a good time for anyone. I don't either. Yeah, I don't you- either. What kind of juror would you be? Uh, I've done it before, and I'll tell you what kind of juror I am. A total fucking pushover. (laughs) Seriously. 
because I'm like, I'm really paying attention and I'm really into it. And then like we go back to the deliberation and I'm like, yeah, man, this person is guilty. And someone will stand up and say, this person is obviously not guilty. And I'm like, yep, agreed. Totally. Can we vote? Can we vote? <laughs> I'm that way. It's funny because I'm that way in life. My opinion is very easily manipulated and changed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when the stakes are high, I would really hone in on the details. But I think ordinarily in life, I am that way. You know, like it, we, we're, we're wedding planning. And wedding planning, for those who've never done it, is essentially just making a bunch of expensive choices arbitrarily, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> and so we'll make a choice, and then <laughs> Zoe's mother will have a question, and I'll be like, no, you know she's right. I actually think she's right about that. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah. Zoe's mother will make a choice, and then Zoe will make a different choice and I'll say I think Zoe's right about this even if I agreed with Adina five seconds earlier right. you know right. my opinion is very easily swayed is it actually swayed though or are you just a people pleaser because I think that your opinions probably remain intact it's just you want people to like you I think I'm a people pleaser but I also think that as much as you may not recognize it I think I'm a very open-minded person who's open to being wrong ah I see do you know? I like I'm not I'm not one of those people who is too proud to admit when I'm wrong. I'm very if I'm wrong, I'll say, Oh, you know what I'm wrong about that. Let's do yeah. what you know, like like I think you're right, you know? You and I um, have this in common. I, I, yeah. I actually I actually don't I love being right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I actually don't have a problem being wrong. And I expect actually to be made fun of whenever <laughs> I am dead wrong about something. Because like that, that's how I grew up. I grew mm-hmm. up that like whenever you were a dumbass, everyone pointed at you and called you a dumbass, and then like you moved on. But it wasn't until everybody had their moment of saying, like, <laughs> my God, you're a dumbass, right? I, I actually think that there's something kind of healthy in that, right? It, having a sense of humor I, about yourself and not taking oh, yourself you too seriously. To. I I have the theory though that everyone in the world is just as wrong just as regularly the difference is there's two types of people there's people like you and me who are willing to admit when they're wrong so we look like we're wrong more often than we're right ah good point And then there's people who will never admit that they're wrong so they look like they're right more often than they are that is fascinating i have never thought about that that way before huh yeah I think that we're just we're wrong more often because we are more comfortable saying when we're wrong. Right. There are people in this world who will never admit when they are wrong. Here's another thing. I like this is a little off topic, but it's making me making me think something that I've been thinking for a very long time, which is and I think you and I had this in common too. There is something about yours and mine, our, our personalities, that I think it's not that people don't value us. It's that they underestimate us, right? Mm. And I think that, like, there's, like, an added bonus. Yeah, I make this joke all the time. It's, you know, there's some truth to it. They're, like, everyone is so surprised that I can do things, right? It's, like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. you can do that. You can do that. And I think it's because there's something about my my personality that that... I, I I actually don't know what it is, but there's something about it that, that makes people kind of 
anticipate you, you you being a particular way. And mm-hmm. I think that this is along those same lines. It is a little bit about having a sense of humor about things and about yourself. Absolutely. You're not super serious. You're not a tortured genius. So therefore, you must not be great at anything. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I and, and I've always wondered how somebody like you and me can combat that. And I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, I think that I haven't found a need to combat it yet in my life. Do you know You're what just I mean? okay with everything the way it is? Uh, uh, I, I am comfortable uh, enough with who I am and where I am and what I'm capable of and what people expect of me yeah. that I don't feel a need to combat. And that might change as I get older. I have children, God willing, or grandchildren, God willing, right? Right. But for right now, as a 32-year-old who is still very much figuring it out, yeah, I'm okay with this. Okay. I'm okay with this. But, but well, you're not. But no, you're also no. like at a very a different stage of life. As a forty-one-year-old father with... of soon to be father of two, I want praise and adulation. Okay, I want <laughs> oh, well, to be no, respected. Let's be clear. I need constant compliments. Okay, I need, I, need, I need to be respected for my body of work, and I want you to give me opportunities. I don't want to have to work for them anymore. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. You are, I, you are twenty-five percent older than me, so. You know, we're different, but yeah. I'm not 25% older than you. That is terrible math. Absolutely. You're in your, you're 41, 42. I'm 41. I'm 32. Okay. So 25% of your life is the difference between our ages. About. 25% of my life would be 10. And there's about ten years between us. Yeah, and this is a, this is not the right way to to do that. <laughs> yeah, your math this is all wrong. Is, this is not the right way. This to is do one that. of those weird math problems when you look at it and you're like, oh, that kind of makes sense, but no. <laughs> God, so that's so depressing. Let's. We got an email. This is from Emily Wilhelm. Brandon, so happy for you and for the newest unreasonable baby, TM. I like that she put the TM there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, how did you decide on Shyla's name? Also, can you please tell your 12 listeners the new baby's name? We can keep a secret. Uh, okay. <laughs> that one hurt in a lot of ways. <laughs> Before we keep going, I'm just going to say uh, Shyla's name came out. Oh, we actually talked about this last episode. We wanted to, we wanted to name our kids something that we'd never heard before. Uh, and being a teacher... And encountering a lot of students, you know, it's difficult because you have associations with all these names. So, we, you know, Brianna made a list. I made a list. And I had Shyla on my list. It was something that I had heard while I was uh, working on a song. And, um, yeah, and I really liked it. And that's how we came up with that name. And I will not divulge the new baby's name except to say that it rhymes with... Party. <laughs> Daryline. <laughs> uh, Adi, do you or your sister have any advice for flying on an airplane with six-month-old twins to Alaska besides airplane socks and or not doing it in the first place? 
This is, you know, that this is someone who listens to our podcast because yeah. Yeah. she said, here's a topic. God, she and gets these me. two answers don't do those. Okay. She gets me. She gets me. Um, yeah. I, yeah. First of all, bring lots of changes of clothes. My uh, sister and her husband brought many changes of clothes for their, for the flight to Israel. Didn't really use many of, like, barely any of them. On the flight back, packed a quarter of the number of changes uh-huh. and regretted it profoundly. Mm-hmm. They were covered in piss and shit and vomit before the plane took off, and oh, then they were in trouble for another sucks. 13 hours. Oh, um, sucks. So bring changes of clothes for the baby. Bring changes of clothes for yourself, for anyone traveling with you who's going to be handling the baby. Uh, I will also say bring children's Tylenol. That is helpful for knocking them out and also helpful in the event that they spontaneously erupt into a terrible cough mid-flight. I mean, cold mid-flight. Yeah. Um, My God, you're giving really good advice. Yep. I will say that there is on Amazon a device that you can order. What are you, Oprah? All of a sudden? (laughs) It's like essentially like an inflatable rectangle that goes between the seat and the seat in front of you so that it creates like a little bed for the baby. How do you know all of this? Because I went, uh, because I did two 11 plus hour flights with twin one-year-olds. Okay. Um, uh, and bring a lot of wet wipes. Okay. I did give you practical. Very good. In fact. Very good. Very good. This is a prime example of someone expecting very little of me and me exceeding expectations. It's not expecting very little of you. It's expecting something different of you, okay? That's, well, excuse me, but I'm sorry, there. but don't do it was already ruled out, okay? <laughs> okay. Hey, listeners, uh, Brandon, could, could you come over here and talk to me for a second? Um, <laughs> we found the secret sauce to a D actually answering your topic. Put in there what you don't want him to answer, and then he Boundaries. will actually give it... The, the time and attention that it deserves. Thank you so much. All right, Eddie, right, I'm back over here. You gave um, Emily some practical advice. I'm going to give her some emotional advice. Yeah. Okay. I think that's great. Um, I, 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 I have not, I, I, I obviously don't have twins, uh, and I really haven't encountered twins that much. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I am going to admit that that's probably double the trouble, right? Double the fun. Yeah. Yep. Uh, double Minko. I would say, though, that the best thing that you can do to prepare for this <laughs> to get your mean person eye ready. Okay? Mm. This is something that I perfected. Because, because I don't know what it is about airplanes. Okay, first of all, airplanes, there's, I know I've said this before, but I just rode on an airplane. There's, there's no place, there's, there's no business that I can think of that the that a lot of people use that makes you feel shittier for being poor than than the airplane. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like uh, oh oh you're in basic economy five. What did you have to like pay with pennies? Okay, I guess you can get on the plane, but you have to go outside first. You know, it's, it's literally it's like so. I digress. There's something about being on an airplane that makes people lose their mind, and it makes them yep. forget that like the world is real. And that the shit rules happens. of society and civilization do not apply right. for some reason. It's like once we're in the air, it's the purge, and I can put my feet <laughs> on top of your head. You know, 
I understand that you, you know you're in a cramped place and that people are nervous, but babies are going to cry, and it, yep. it it makes me so angry when people get upset on an airplane about a baby crying. It's I like, will say though, but like in the majority of people, I I find will not do that. The majority of people will actually be more compassionate with you uh, as a result of you having a baby than they would if you didn't have a baby. What I would say is is that the person who's more likely to speak to you, absolutely, they're compassionate. Yeah. They've been there and they say, oh man, you know, yeah, this is rough. You know, it's like, you know, this happened with my two girls or whatever. So I agree with that, Adi. What I, but the people who will look at you, though, the people who will look at you are the people who are like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I need to take a nap before Comic-Con, you know? Like, those are the people that you have to get the mean eye ready for them. they like, and you just look, and you just look with the mean eye, and you mm-hmm. shut it down right then and there. What's Emily, the technique that's what for I perfecting the mean eye, though? Get the mom face mean eye ready to go whenever somebody complains. But how do you, how do you prep crying. that? How do you, get, how do you train up for that? Uh, good question. What should she be doing? When you were a kid, yeah. oh, go back in your mind to when you were a kid, when okay. your mom or your dad could just look at you and you knew that your life was potentially over. Okay. And practice okay. that over and over and over again in the mirror. That's some really good advice, if you ask. <laughs> That's great advice. That's great advice. Also, I was practicing my face. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do genuinely want. I do genuinely want to know what we're doing on on a flight to Alaska. But uh, yeah. you know, you know, whatever. I guess that's a choice you've made. So now you have to live with the consequences. I want to know why you're going to Alaska, and more specifically, why you're going to Alaska with twins. Like yeah. Alaska is the place where you, you know, there's grizzly bears and stuff. <laughs> I do really want to see the Aurora Borealis before I die. You can see that in Alaska, right? Yeah. yeah I think you can see that in lots of places. And then you see that in, like, uh, Greenland. Mm. Or Iceland. Scandinavia? Is Sh- Scandinavia a country or a region? It's a region. It's like Norway and Sweden. Right? Those places. Yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think you're right. I, I know I'm right about this. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, I think you're right about it. I think you're right about it. No. I think you're... I am right about this. <laughs> there's there's no thinking. I am right about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're right about it. Okay. All right. Now you're just pissing me off. Um, <laughs> Adi, I don't, I don't want it publicly known yet because there's lots of people we haven't said, so you have to bleep this out. Oh God! Okay, and I want I'm I'm going to tell you what the baby's name I'll is going to be. I'll just say it's a fucking wild thing to do to on a podcast say the words I don't want this publicly known yet. But okay, I'm going to say the baby's name. I just want you to bleep it out, and I want your honest opinion of what it is. Okay, and that's I'm how we're going to close out this episode. I'm so afraid right now. Okay, I'm so afraid. I'm going to tell you the actual name. Oh God! I wish you wouldn't. Go ahead. Okay, you ready? No. Barnabas. No, I'm kidding. Here comes oh, the real thing. Oh, I was actually way into that one. It's a girl. Barnabas for a girl? Fun. Okay, good. Uh, the name is... Really? Yeah. What do you think That's of that? That's a cool name. Oh, all right. It sounds Thank Hebrew. You. Thank you. Uh, it, it has some of that. Yeah. It has, has some it of It sounds that. Hebrew. Yeah. Isn't it nice? Where did that come from? I love it. It's beautiful. It's um, 
it, it came from a name that I had seen that I had been mispronouncing. <laughs> Seriously. Like I saw it and I'm like, oh, that's lovely. Uh, and, and I mentioned it to Brianna and she was like, oh, I like that. How do you spell it? And I was like, you spelled like this. And then we looked it up online and realized I've been mispronouncing that name for years. For that's years very, and years. That's very, very funny. So yeah. you're, you're naming the baby a mispronunciation? That's correct. That's fantastic. Thank you. That's fantastic. Thank you very much. If listeners, if you have names that you think Brandon should name his sure. future child that you want to submit, but only if you're submitting mispronunciations of those names. That's yeah. the only way in which we'll take them. Exactly. Right. So for if example you want you think it should be like um Chad, uh pronounced Kahad, then <laughs> we're open to it. Do you know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. You know? Yeah, sure. James pronounced Jamais, you know? Like that's we're open to that. Oh, okay. Oh, since we're on the topic of kids, I love that idea. Please do that. Uh, I'd like to close out today's episode with one of the cutest things that Shyla has ever said in her life. Excellent. Shyla said to her mom, uh, I- I'm running behind on your Mother's Day gift at school. <laughs> and, and Brianna goes, well, that's okay. Um, you, you know, I- I'll take it whatever state it's in. That's what she said. And Shyla goes, well... Uh, it's in Oregon at my school. <laughs> <laughs> I love this kid. Oh my God, I love this kid. How did they get in touch with us today? They can tweet at us at UnreasonablePod. They can go to our website, quilltheory.com slash unreasonable, where we formally request that they fill out the form or they can send us an email to highlyunreasonable at gmail.com. Or if you actually, if you have our phone numbers, you can text us topics, apparently. Bridget did that, so hats off to you, Bridget. Thanks for listening. Um, And uh, yeah, just send us topics. We're getting into summertime, so you know the summer topics are right before the plug-in. Um, what the shit are you doing? I feel like that was like an Irish Rastafarian. Is <laughs> that was terrible? I have to go now. I'm getting tired, <laughs> and you got to go back to work for a I couple hours. I have to hours. work at some point. Okay. Um, All right. Do you have the Do you have the desire? Do you have like the impulse? Not even desire. The impulse. I have this impulse. Do you share this impulse of when you hang up on a Zoom, even if it's a professional Zoom, to say I love you? <laughs> I have to actively fight the impulse to say I love you at the end of all of my Zoom meetings, all of them. <laughs> It's so hard not to say I love you. Oh, that is so funny and so dear and sweet. That's just, that's, that's, that's even somebody you've never met before. Not, never met, never met him before. Me that one of these days, oh Lord, I don't ask you for much. Just please let one time a D say I love you to someone he doesn't know on Zoom. Okay, please. <laughs> and let that call be recorded. Amen. Okay. Amen. All right, Adi. Thanks so much. I, I, I really appreciate uh, I really appreciate your time and effort. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Brennan. Um, rest up. I'll talk to you later. I love okay. you. I, I love you too. From now on, at the end of the sh- at the end of our calls, I'm just going to say I love you too, and then hang absolutely. up. Okay. Absolutely. All right. I'm Brandon, Everybody. I'm a D. And you know that this was highly unreasonable. We'll see you next time. We love you. I love people in this town got moving on their minds. 
children screaming, yelling. 